All right, so for the third installment of uh, of our picks as far as for the year, I am here with John Morales, who uh, I have an episode with from like 2019. Was it was it early 2020 then? Early 2020. Okay, yeah, yeah so we recorded an episode. So of Damak, um, Mujeres Podridas fame uh, breakout also? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you're working on? Uh, Kind of this like Neil Youngy, uh, Roots Rock kind of country inflicted Ooh. band are you gonna play like guitar in that or yeah oh nice and then i'm in a band called heaven which is fairly new oh nice all right uh so this year was a there was a lot of music to digest mm-hmm. <laughs> you said you had like some honorable mentions i do i okay. have let's see i have quite a few so mm-hmm. i'm gonna just start with a band from austin called la femme solitaire mm-hmm. um post-punk band i was just really impressed off the first song and they have a fun live show. Um, La Fille de Ilik Haddad, which is a, I don't know how you would describe it, but it is a Saharan blues, Tareg, guitar, mm-hmm. African. They're, they're from Africa. Oh, they're shit. from okay. uh, Niger. And it's like just this hypnotizing guitar music. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby Ooze, uh, is a good friend of mine just released a seven inch called RIP and it's kind of garage Rocky and power pop, mm-hmm. just amazing songwriter. Um, just real hooky. Yeah. Same thing with liquids, um, from Northwest Indiana, uh, Damak and heaven you, just you, played a show. You paid like the Texas, the, all the Texas run or just a couple shows, just the Austin show. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and yeah, just, Amazing songwriting, mm-hmm. great pop songwriting, just also very hook, just a bu- real hooky. And Generacion Suicida. I was actually going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to mention my honorable mentions next. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just also very hooky. Yeah. Um, just KBD sounding punk. Uh, what did you think of that? I was, um, like, that was my first time hearing of them. Uh, I heard them on Demo Listen on the mm-hmm. podcast. And I was like, I was like, this stuck out to me more than anything on that episode. I was like, who the fuck is this band? And then like, I looked them up and like, I, I and then I think they announced the show in Austin, maybe a couple of weeks later. Like they, they, it already happened, right? I'm assuming. Uh, no? They canceled. They canceled. We were oh, supposed shit. to play with them. Fuck. Mujeres was supposed to play. Oh, with that's them. right. Cause I remember I sent it to a group chat. I was like, anyone want to go to this? Cause I'm, and then I just saw that your, your band was on it too. And I was like, yo. And then like, uh, we kind of half ass planned it. We're not, we weren't sure if we we're going to go. And then, yeah, I remember, I guess, yeah, I got canceled. Yeah, that's such a, the drummer's a machine. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the fuck she's doing is, yeah. is working <laughs> and it's doing these just really fast Ramones beats. Yeah, it's it was so just, crazy. it was really cool. Like, uh, I didn't, I didn't get to do too much uh, of a deep dive on their catalog or like any associated bands, but that one was like really cool. I, I really hope to hear more stuff from them like next year or the following it's year. It's kind of so. wild because they have a lot of albums. Yeah. And I just, it's just, there was a point where I would listen to them and I kind of fell off for a little bit mm-hmm. and then they just released more albums. Yeah. And then this new album came out and got kind of hooked me back in. Yeah. Um, this, this R&B artist called Genevieve released an album called Division and it samples this 80s Japanese pop song, which I love. Oh, nice. I love that 80, that, uh, that song. Um, and I just couldn't believe it when I first heard it mm-hmm. because it just, yeah, the, the, sample just kicks in immediately um this is a comedy album 
Marcela Arguello, uh, woke bully. Okay. So <laughs> I, I like would the name of it. She's she's very <laughs> mean. Funny. She's very mean. Yeah. But I I love that album. Um, that was one of my go to comedy mm. albums. Sam Talent, Waiting for Death to Claim Us, another one. Uh, just a complete road dog comedian, and then just recorded a bunch of live sets of varying qualities, and then just picked the different bits. And you'll just hear like people just dying laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, Silk Sonic, an evening with Silk Sonic. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Uh, I hated Bruno Mars for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Is but, there a specific reason why? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I just was just... not a really big fan of Bruno Mars. Yeah. And but Anderson Pack, I always really yeah. liked Anderson Pack, and I think. Yeah, I didn't know how much of a well-rounded musician he was until, like, Levi, like, was talking about it in, like, the first episode I recorded. Like, yeah. I was like, wow, uh, I need to, like, I, I think I had only heard songs with him, like, maybe, like, on a, like, when a feature with Kendrick or Kendrick featured, you know, like, uh, it was always, like, a song where he's featured on. I never really heard, like, any of his individual, like, songs or tracks or anything. He has such a very distinct voice mm-hmm. and uh, just watching him play drums is amazing. Mm- this band from Tallahassee, punk band called Ideation, and they released the Blunt Instrument demo. And if you heard the band Armor, I believe it's members of of that band. And it's just hard as fuck, mm-hmm. hardcore punk, um, meat and potatoes, throw a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of chairs, electric chair, social capital, uh, I, wish, I wish I could talk more about this in depth. But there were other albums. You, that... you had really had to like trim it down. I really had to trim it down, <laughs> trim trim the fat down, and yeah. uh, electric chair. Um, yeah, just honorable mention. Mm. Such a good album or release EP, and they have this video online where they're playing in an empty, empty theater, and it's so good. It's amazing, and I played a show with them, uh, twenty nineteen. Where they just kept saying "fuck," this band, this specific band, okay. over and over oh, and over shit. again. It's like a beef or something. It's a beef. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a total beef. Yeah. So, but I will say, yeah, Electric Chair, Social Capital EP, one of the best hardcore punk releases of the year. So those are my honorable mentions. Uh, I'm only gonna do a couple. I won't do it too long. Uh, Glare from the rgv heavenly uh Represent. i was excited to uh, hear it once i did it was very this is probably like their i would say their best like stuff they've released they really like honed in on that shoegaze sound and like they, they kind of like crafted it to like how i guess they've been wanting a sound and it's like from beginning to end you kind of feel like you're just floating and it just sounds awesome like, fully fully formed yeah this most is definitely fi- yeah. i don't know their final form but this is like yeah this is getting to that, that next level if there is a next level mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 really really fucking good i was like really happy with the way it sounded and uh, you know proud of like how far they've come i'm very stoked for for valley bands um getting to the, to this to a level to mm-hmm. a specific level cuz i saw I was looking at their band camp and I saw the amount of people who bought it. Yeah. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this is so it's cool. It's like, it's like when you go to those band camps, like, and like you just see a bunch of pictures, like of people that have purchased it. You're like, holy for, shit. For sure. I was so happy for them. Yeah. When I saw that. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Well, you mentioned the other one I, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> Generacion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just like looking through my Spotify right now. 
let's just start. <laughs> I'm gonna go first. Okay. To get uh, one of the one of the five out of the way, uh, I'm gonna go with Conway the Machine, La Machina, uh, some Griselda records, shit. Mm. Griselda. Yo, I, I've been on uh, like a huge Griselda wave like since beginning of the year because last year's episode, Eddie and Jalen like, were talking about all these yeah. rappers and I was like, I was so out of the loop. I was like, who? You know, and then uh, I, I did my research and like I started listening to them and it's like, besides like, you know, uh, whatever I listen to, like Griselda like type of rappers are like, I've been my, my thing. And this one, Conway the Machine, La Machina, I don't, this one stood out to me the most, I guess. All, every, they, they put nothing but quality shit right but this one for some reason there's a song it's like the last track on it it's called se gang and it features benny the butcher and westside gun i guess oh, like okay. you know like the top dogs yeah yeah, yeah for sure uh of like their group and um it has like this lead like a guitar lead and like the drums are kind of droned out so you can't really hear like a drum the drums behind it but it's like layered underneath you mm-hmm. know but you hear this guitar lead playing over and over and like it just sounds so good because like the way they flow is just like you forget like you can't really hear like the the kick or like you know the snare you know like in the back like of a beat it's really cool and then like west side guns ends the verse like well ends the song with 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 their verse and shit and it's a sick song i really liked it and this is like isn't griselda from they're not even from New York City. They're like I think from, from Buffalo. They're from upstate. Yeah, they're which from is there. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't hear anything. Well, I don't know. I don't really hear much coming out of Buffalo. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. Cool I, I, <laughs> the only other thing I can associate Buffalo, well, Buffalo Bills, the football team. Um, every time I die, I think is the only closest oh, thing right. that I can yeah, think yeah, of. Yeah, uh, that real famous like, well, alternative uh, chef guy, uh, Matt, Maddie, Maddie Matheson. Matheson. Yeah, oh, he's from Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, there's like not many things from Buffalo that I can like think of, but like Wings. for some reason, oh yeah, and then yeah, yeah, it's like the the Mount Rushmore Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a it's a it's a flat or a uh, or it's just wings, and then every time Griselda, I die, yeah. and yeah, every time I die. Niggas posting all these cars, I'm posting no paperwork. I'm from Mayblock, that's how you know my Draco work. Niggas get shit bags, zip on stomachs. All right, so that's my one, uh, that's one of my picks. Uh, John, you can go ahead and go with two right now. I'm gonna go Ready Arm System, the demo. which is an Austin band. And the first time I heard it, I was cr- it was like I got punched in the face. Oh, shit. It's like I got punched in the solar plexus and all like my the air from my body oh, was just no. expelled. <laughs> and I was just like... I've been there. Because this, this release, th- this next string of releases that I'm going to talk about are bands, hardcore punk bands that came out or that released something and was just playing at breakneck speed. Oh really? That was just yeah. It's so fast, and the riffs are crazy, and the singer Ryan was just on on, on it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say Ready Arm System. Uh, all the members are in. I think Temple of Angels, Altered Wada. 
Mofrey. Yeah. Check it mm. out. Uh, Ready Arm System. And then uh, another band that is kind of in that hardcore punk vein of just fast and angry is Quarantine. <laughs> from philadelphia they released an lp called agony and it's amazing and from the moment it starts to to the end it was just a roller coaster Mm -hmm. there's even a section that cuts the album in half and it's kind of this electronic break oh shit and even that's good. It's like yeah. kind of this post-punk electronic thing going oh, on. Oh, nice. So they can like, uh, it, it, it just not just one style, but mm-hmm. it doesn't veer off too much either. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's just like an interlude. That's cool. And uh, yeah, it just shows this sort of uh, different perspective or different that they can just go into different. Yeah. The flexibility else. of like sound and shit. Yeah. And it was a good interlude. So mm-hmm. I would, but there's a song called Suffocating Rule. Mm-hmm. And that song is just such a, such a i i think that's like such a great example of what that their whole sound is yeah and i will say that the drums are mixed a a little high oh yeah because i remember hearing it with headphones for the first time and then there's like a hit on the bell it's like ding 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 oh and it was just so loud like biking and you're like oh my god my fucking ear yeah but it's it's so good despite you know yeah but the drums are pounding Mm -hmm. and it's done by chris olsh oh nice from power trip and impalers billion other bands Mm -hmm. so that's yeah it's just a perfect um hardcore punk Mm -hmm. record Okay, and my next one, uh, I'm going to go with Man I Trust, Untourable Album. Took a Flintstone bell, Pantry of Hill, Good and Chalowithin, My Things, Hard Dreams. So, uh, they're a great band. Yeah, so I. I would uh, how do I say it like I never heard like a full album of theirs like I would hear, hear a song or two you know like that would play like like on a Spotify radio after hearing a certain artist you know mm-hmm. one of their songs popped up and I had a couple of their songs liked on like my library whatever and then I saw this one came out and like something about the cover just like intrigued me and I was like okay I'm gonna like sit down and like check it out because I kind of felt like listening to something chill and just relaxing mm-hmm. and wow it was like just the perfect like soundscape to like whatever i was like just you know feeling i was like wow this is really chill like i really like it it's like just really good like what is it called dream pop or yeah I would, dreamy I would, stuff so. yeah class i would definitely classify it within that realm i saw them live with wild nothing i believe oh wow that's sick it was such a great show i couldn't believe how yeah I saw them with Wild Nothing at Mohawk. Dude, that is yeah. awesome. I I thought it was with Bell and Sebastian, but it was yeah with Wild Nothing, and I was just so impressed by the chord progressions that were yeah. being used. It was like they're using like jazz chords mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was that and just the the voice, just the voice, heavenly man. voice. Yeah, and then even some parts, it's like 
I don't know what the effects they use where it sounds like if it's like even like a little warped, mm-hmm. like the instruments or even like the vocals at one part and then goes back to how it sounds. And like, I'm just like, how the fuck did they do that? It sounds so cool. Like it's not warped to the point where like, oh, it sounds kind of odd, but it's like kind of like, I don't know. I'm just like feeling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Just get in, get in your feels. With yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite track on that was Sorb, Sorbital. I think that's the name of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, no, that was the, yeah, I was just so impressed by that, by their performance. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they're carrying that sound because yeah. I don't really hear it as much. I feel a lot of those artists have like just really stopped putting anything out or maybe I don't know if they're like just writing or I think I feel like some of the, a lot of them are just touring off like their catalog that they have up to date, you know? What was that label that it was? It was Beach Fossils, Wild Nothing, mm. Dive. They were on a. They were on this label. It wasn't Sub Pop, right? It's not Sub Pop. I think it's called. Oh my God! I had I straight up have a sticker on it on my mm-hmm. guitar case. Capture tracks. Okay. Yeah, 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 it was like that's the thing that kind of got people like Mac DeMarco yeah, even started. Yeah. I I wonder if. Men I Trust are on there. I feel like they would be. I feel like a lot of these artists that sound like this are kind of like just younger, like, kids playing this style. Mm-hmm. And I think they've, they've uh, have made it their own wave. Okay, so, like, I saw this artist, uh, Boy Pablo. I've never heard of that. Okay, so, yeah, so my nephews and niece were really excited to see them. And I, I took them because, like, I it's rare that they're excited about an artist. And I was like, oh, I want to be, I wanna be awesome. that cool uncle and get them the tickets. And I did. And we went we went with them. There were so many kids there. I was like, yo, I feel mad old. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like, I'm so old here. But, like, it was crazy because, like, uh, I had never really heard a song. I had heard one song that, like, an animated music video that, they had, that my, my nephews and niece had shown me. And I was like, oh, it was kind of cool. And then when I saw him, I was like wow, this could have toured with like a lot of like like Wild Nothing or a lot of like mm-hmm. those bands from that or like Beat Fossils, a lot of those bands from that era. You know, I was like, wow, this is like, but this is like a newer artist kind of, you know? Yeah. I was like, wow, this like translates so well to like what I used to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and like these kids, like to them, it's new, you know, obviously. And uh, I was like, that's cool that they're getting into this. But I was like, uh, I feel like that's like the new wave of this certain style of music. You know, I'm not really well informed of like all of like the, this sort of genre. So I might be talking out of school, but as far as what I can see and like, you know, I can like put together. Definitely. That's what it's, that's what it seems from my point I of view. I definitely agree. Yeah. yeah. And there's another artist, Jay Som. Mm, yeah. 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 It's like kind of stuff like that. And it's just younger people doing that and mm. kind of picking up that mantle or yeah that that's what i kind of feel and like i'm just like wow they're such good songwriters mm-hmm. there's just a lot of young people now who are just amazing songwriters dude for real and it's like i'm so envious i was like i wish i could write like a good like song like i know <laughs> I, was, I, was, I just know three oh, chords <laughs> i was like what the fuck am i doing yeah. but i'm i'm very happy i'm very happy for uh that that kind of sound for sure still yeah. still there because i will just eat all that oh stuff yeah up. of course yeah Okay. Oh, another another band that that uh, breakneck speed kind mm-hmm. of hardcore. 
from Japan, the godfathers of Japanese hardcore, because there's there's been a revival in recent years of that kind of sound, Gauze. Oh yeah, they put something out. Oh my Dude, god! I forgot. Yo, <laughs> oh my god. yo, Gauze released this album uh, called. I think the translation is "I didn't say it." Mm-hmm. But the oh my god! The second I saw that album cover and I saw that the the timestamp of when it was released yeah. on YouTube, it said like fifteen minutes ago or wow. something like that. I it just popped up on the algorithm hella yeah. quick, and I listened to it and. Straight up first song. Mm. Just do the first song. And it's just like, it made me want to go out of mosh retirement if I ever saw it live. Yeah. I would just be, I would take off my glasses. I would hand it to my friend who who wouldn't want to mosh or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I would just go to town because that first song, it's kind of this mid-tempo banger. And then just hell mm-hmm. after that. Just hell. Pure Japanese hell. They came in. Uh, they came in and uh, laid a reminder to everyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're kind of. There was an album that they released. Uh, I don't remember when was the last time they released the album, but it was. There's a significant time between those two releases, mm-hmm. and it's kind of following the mold of that release. Um, the uh, the cover is the gauze logo mm-hmm. with like a rainbow, and then this one is like kind of this black and gray, more gray looks kind of metallic um album cover and it's i think it clocks in under 15 minutes and i i was nice. on a trip to houston and i just, uh, just over, repeat, over, yeah. over 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 repeat over all. over over <laughs> over yeah. and i think that was the most listened to album for me yeah. this year because of just how intense and it just yeah when during periods of of dry long driving when i i would just fall it like almost fall asleep yeah, or like, like get off. really yeah. tired or start nodding off. I would just crank that and then just boom. Yeah. Just awake. And it was, I guess it's a, like an album that doesn't let up. Like it's chaotic. Just like, yeah. It's like, yeah. extremely chaotic. And <laughs> I wish more people talked about this album, but I think it was because their distribution in the United States was they, it, they it non-existent. Fuck. Okay. So I think it was just only, I think it was just only released in Japan. I'm not even going to lie. Like I, um like i follow like all these like labels on instagram and shit like and like they some of them put like their favorites of the year mm-hmm. and i saw like they they made a little gallery of like little squares of album covers and i saw one that said gauze and i was like what like i was kind of confused i was like wait really mm-hmm. like i was like and I, I didn't get to i didn't go seek it or anything and now that you mentioned it i'm like that's right they, they did it they did they did drop something, but I don't know how it just flew under my radar. Like, it's crazy. I absolutely love that album. Mm-hmm. And it was such a surprise when I saw it. And I'm glad that, you know, they're kind of showing the youngsters that, yeah. like, we're still, we're, yeah. we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> I think my next three are I'm gonna keep it Texas. Oh yeah. So, I definitely have some Texas more Texas picks. Speaking of like Japanese hardcore influence stuff, I'm gonna go with uh the homies band. Cause I spoke uh I spoke about the his other band in the the in episode two. So I'm gonna speak on this one. 
Guerra Final, self-titled. Oh, Enoch's, shit. Enoch's uh, yeah, band yeah, yeah. that he fronts. Dude, this shit is so fucking just like... Well, my favorite song is actually, I think, the more mid-tempo song, Miseria Terminal, the one they have a music video the for. The music video for, yeah. It's just like that lead over it. It's just so good. And then, like the solo, like, yeah, it's so sick. <laughs> Shout out to YJ for playing that. I, I think it's YJ who plays that part. But yeah, I saw them recently mm-hmm. with. It was a weird. It was a weird lineup or a weird show because it was Temple of Angels. Okay. Coming back from tour. Oh, is that the one with the yellow jacket? Uh, or Hotel or, Vegas. Hotel Vegas. Oh, mujeres, <laughs> mujeres podridas, breakout, and then get a final outside. Okay, so someone had uh, put them on the. Yeah. Okay. Can I talk about that? I'm, yes. I'm just gonna ask. Oh yes, this curious. is very public. This is a very okay, public okay. thing. So like. Enoch put the flyer. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I think they think we're a taco truck or yes! something. Dude, <laughs> that I was, was like, what? That, that, was the, that was the funniest part about that. And I think they misspelled Mujeres Podridas. Yeah, they, they, there were some botches on that flyer. And Guerra Final. And I just wish there was even just a shred of research. Yeah. A quick Google search. And you can just see like, oh, these this is how you spell the band name. Yeah. But... That was such a. F- I got so many. I hope nobody from Temple of Angels listens to this episode, but I got so many photoshopped flyers of that. Oh, of, really? Of of people making jokes. Uh huh. But this wasn't. This is not to talk shit. This is not. Yeah, like that, a, it was like a light rub. It, it wasn't was like for sure out of malice sure. or anything. I, I Actually, I do hope Temple of Angels listen to this because I feel like now we can all look back and not uh, rub light ribbing. That's what I meant. Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. I just wish that you know this, we're gonna all look back and be like, that was pretty funny. That yeah, was pretty funny. It, it, it was nothing too deep. It was just like you know, just a flyer same. mishap, and then get a final <laughs> finale <laughs> on the patio <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, I will say that that was a. Uh, anything Enoch does is oh, dude, it's like good, amazing. Uh, Chris uh on the previous episode he was like he's like uh if there was like a some sort of like you know how like just NFL and B draft first round picks whatever for like uh for fronting a hardcore band or anything like oh, that yeah. uh, Enoch, Enoch would be a first round pick Oh my god <laughs> yeah. Being in a band with Enoch was so fun Yeah and uh yeah I was glad that I got to got to be in a band with Enoch mm-hmm. so cuz I would just see it when we would play just see how how much of a uh how much of an uh, kind of such a good front man? Yeah, he's man. Just, like he moving just, around, mm-hmm. has that. He has that, that fucking charisma. Just like that, like, he's not trying to be a certain way. He's just like letting out and just having fun. That's like the thing that I love. Like dudes that are just natural with like just having fun and like you know jumping up and down. You know, like and when he's singing, it's like not even a front. He's like just fucking just ferocious. You know, like just angry. You know, Enoch means it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just pure, pure aggression and just, mm-hmm. yeah. I, whatever, whatever Enoch is saying in the lyrics is just like he fucking means it. Yeah. I also love before I move on, but the cover is so cool. I, I it's just like it's like a collage type of like oh. thing, and yeah, it, it looks sick. I like that. Like I I don't know if it's just the color scheme of it that are like really like appealing to my eyes. But I really like the cover. It reminds me of a death metal. 
kind of does like i feel reminds me of like maybe like a like a late 80s early 90s like maybe like death metal band like where like there's like the the, just the way of like the photo layout the way it looks Mm -hmm. shout out shout out to the band So, complete opposite of that is this artist from Brooklyn, released a solo album. She was in a band called Halberta. Okay. If you've... I don't know. Art, it's like art punk. Okay. It's, it was, you know, half and half kind of no wave music mm-hmm. and half performance art, kind of. Beautiful harmonies. Halberta also released an album called Halberta 5000, which... I, I will say as an honorable mention as mm-hmm. well. But one of the members, Lily Konigsberg, released a LP called Lily, We Need to Talk Now. And it is, I think, just a perfect pop album. Next to the Gauze record, I listen to that. Oh, shit. Nice. So it's like this perfect pop record that kind of goes from this... It It's a genre hopper. Mm-hmm. So you go from this very dreamy pop song to just a more uh just a indie pop or alternative rock song with yeah. like teeth and then you go to this almost house music oh wow electronic. so kind of like uh it jumps a little bit like touches like like different types of flavors i guess to the mm-hmm. palette yeah for sure mm-hmm. and the it's just so catchy yeah. all the songs are really catchy and there's a song called that's the way I like it. That's the way I like it. You can't do anything about it. Blame me for your sadness. But what am I supposed to say? Until you recognize your wrong. You're gonna have a shitty day. You know that's the way I like it. And I just think the chord progression is a pretty commonly used chord progression mm-hmm. but just i just think it was it would it be like good music to play like let's say you you work at a workplace that where you can't listen to like something like crazy you know mm-hmm. like is it like something where they were like your coworkers can like you know oh they don't mind it oh for sure awesome yeah. i love music like that where like it's like not popular but it's like still good and you know you can like it's not offensive to anyone's ears <laughs> that that album is is a sunny day on the beach. Oh, nice. I would like to... I really got to check this out. Though. That album is an ice cream cone. That's you know sick. what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. like, you know, two scoops. Give me two scoops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I... Yeah, just so catchy. And uh, this was compiled over, I think, years. Mm-hmm. This was a... Comp- and there's a lot of collaborators on this album. So, I uh, Yeah, that's one of the, my favorite... LPs for sure. Next one, I'll go with Frozen Soul, Crypt Device. Yo, I was gonna. <laughs> You're gonna mention them? I thought that was released in 2020. Uh, they have this other one. Uh, is it Encased in Ice? Oh, Encased in Ice yeah. is the LP. Mm-hmm. This one is the uh, re-release? No, Cryptovice has newer songs. I think they only re-released one oh. song on it from Encased oh, okay. in Ice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I 
I loved the In Case and Ice, and then when I heard this one, I was like, Jesus, man. <laughs> These riffs are insane. Like, I know. I think, for me personally speaking, like, no disrespect to like a lot of the bands in this genre, like or anything, but like, um, there's only two bands in my mind as far as like guitar tone wise that I think are like fucking killing it. Maybe I'm maybe I need, I need to listen to more, but this is just like you know my opinion, whatever. Uh, Gay Creeper and Frozen Soul, like these, both of these bands, like their guitar tone is just like yeah, Chef's Kiss, like for sure. They like perfected that like Swedish like chainsaw like fucking HM2 sound, and like just man, I don't know, it's just fucking insane the riffs, uh, and then like just like when it when they slow down like those ass beater riffs, or just like oh my those God, ass beater dude. riffs. <laughs> I saw them recently, um, before the Omicron mm-hmm. kind of shit blew up, but I saw them at the Lost Well. And it was a crushing dude performance. Yeah, that's like the perfect example of like this band. It's just crushing as fuck. Like my my favorite song off it's called Beat to Dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the riffs along with it just complements it really well. Like the song Arctic Stranglehold. Dude, that's the hardest song. It's hard yeah. as fuck. <laughs> and yeah, just the just even when they blast, I'm not yeah. really a big fan of blast mm-hmm. beats. Or just like, or I'm going to say t- on more of the tech tech death side. Yeah. Like it, that when it gets real too proggy for me, not my, not my thing. It's yeah. just not me. It gets real busy for me and mm. my mind just can't really. Uh, yeah. It's just like, it's just doing too much where it shouldn't be. Like just ch- trim it down, you know? Yeah. Like that's why I like Jarhead Fertilizer. Like like I mentioned it in the other episode. Like the, when they when the parts are fast, they make it count. And when mm-hmm. like when it slows down and gets like chunky, like it really like it sticks out. It makes it more special, mm-hmm. you know. So there's a good balance to it in my eyes. I want to give a shout out to Chris. I met him at that show, and he was telling me that he played in Obstruction. Oh, okay. From from Dallas. I don't know if you've heard mm. Obstruction. Uh, is one of the... is uh, Okay, so to get a final, is there one of the members of Obstruction in it? I believe two of the members. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, yeah. No, shout out to Obstruction also, because mm. that band is the... I think when it comes to people that are doing this sort of, like, totalitar D-beat, yeah. that is the... For me, that is the, the band. They're doing it right. That are yeah. doing it amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that Frozen Soul release is so sick. And when I saw them, they just had this single blue light yeah. on in the back. And I think they had they had the shortest snow machine sequence <laughs> like yeah. going on. Like yeah, it yeah. just went for like a few seconds or something okay. like that. But yeah, just absolutely crushing, guitar tone crushing, ass beater riffs like you were saying which is the most perfect way to describe some of the slower riffs that they're playing and and then it doesn't get boring too when like the slow riffs come in because like they they do change it up every time Mm -hmm. like like uh you know when when they when it when it gets slower and they still keep it interesting it's not like where it's like a beat down band that slows their under riff and it's just very like lazy sounding this actually like there's like just a bite to it still yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah frozen soul crypt device Oh, and they have cool merch. Dude, their merch is sick, man. <laughs> I, I picked up a shirt, and Dexter has this really cool fanny pack. 
Oh, they have fatty packs too? They had fatty. Yeah. <laughs> made, check their, if y'all are interested, check their online store. They might still have it. My next pick is, it's kind of weird because I talked shit initially when I first heard it. Is right? I'm, exci- I'm excited to hear what this. <laughs> is. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited. I talked. Uh, I well, I privately talked. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, when I first heard it, I was just like, "Oh man, this is pretentious." <laughs> oh, oh my god! I couldn't. Uh, this was off of. And to to be fair, this was off of maybe a minute of the music. Okay. And I listened to the whole song. And then I was like, oh, all right. I just, through my teeth, was like, oh, yeah. this is all right. And then I listened to the whole album. And I was like, okay, I can see why they're climbing in their numbers of, of music video. And then I just find myself later being like, Oh, this is one of my favorite records oh, of wow. the year. And that band is called Dry Cleaning. Okay. And the album is called New Long Leg. So this is a band from London, and it it it's a post-punk band mm-hmm. that has the catchiest guitar parts and just strong bass lines. And I think I think the thing that made me kind of roll my eyes at the beginning was the singer who is is just doing kind of this talk toxing spoken word stuff okay and i think i was just like uh oh, spoken word like i yeah. just kind of write that off yeah. but i shouldn't have i'm yeah. like gonna just like go <laughs> yeah. be on and just be like i was completely wrong yeah, yeah. I, because i found myself listening to the album over and over and over again and her voice is haunting yeah i would not like it 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 sent chills i got goosebumps listening to her voice just like it was crazy and i'm so i was so surprised but also not surprised to see that they got like kxp two kxp performances uh their videos like i think almost at a million or may it is at like a million views they played on seth meyers i yeah Damn. Yeah. So, like, before that, were they just, like, a just a smaller, like, regional band from their area? Or, yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those bands that you would see on Harakiri Diet, the the YouTube channel. Okay. okay. Where it has more of that, like, post-punk mm-hmm. stuff. Or, yeah, it was just, like, one, yeah, just, like, a band camp type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they just released this record that... Because I was sent, I was sent their other stuff before. Yeah, so listening. that's why you already had like some sort of like opinion about it in your head. Mm-hmm. So like you're like you're already like prepared as far as what you what you think you're gonna hear. Mm-hmm. So when you heard that first minute, you're like kind of like, what are they doing? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I yeah, I think I yeah. just rolled my eyes and I told my girlfriend like, mm-hmm. this is fucking 
pretentious as fuck. Yeah. But I was completely wrong yeah. because I caught myself just listening to it over, 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 yeah. over, over, over again. It's haunting. The guitar, the guitar parts are crazy. Like it's just cat, catchy, crazy, mm-hmm. and the bass lines are just strong and just strong drumming. And I think this was just a strong release yeah. overall. Nice. And the song I would say is uh, "Her Hippo," is just that's such a catchy guitar mm-hmm. part. Yeah. So uh, next time you talk shit about a, a release or. Yeah. Next time you roll your eyes at something, listen. I I, I guess for for people who 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 write things off quickly, just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, and maybe you'll find you'll find something like you know. Fi- e- even then, like it's just like it's just like when I used. So I'm I'm old, so I'm in the era where I was like, when you would buy a CD, you're stuck with that CD. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You'd have to find a way to like it. So there's like, you know, CDs I would buy and I'm like, oh, it's not good. And then like, oh, the second to last track is actually pretty good. And then like suddenly the record would just grow on me, you know, For sure. and it's like, wow, OK, so now I kind of get it, you know, like as far as like once you listen to it over and over, you kind of like find like similar sequences or just like um, what they're trying to do and stuff. Mm-hmm. So but that's cool that you're able to like, you know, pass the minute mark, you gave it more of a listen and you're able to. Yeah, you know. I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have written it off <laughs> I mean, immediately. We're all guilty of doing that secretly, yeah. you know. Be like, you know, so it's fine. But yes, definitely one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. of the year. For my last one, I'm gonna go with Liberty and Justice with Pressure. Yo, H Town. Yes, dude, this that was uh, good. this release was actually very solid. Like, I I love the, the the quality of the recording. Uh, just like the production on it was really good. And like the dudes, like every dude in this band is like a good fucking musician. Like, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like the the fucking leads are good. The the riffs are just like the the rhythm like riffs are really good. Like the bass player fucking goes off. Like like Edwin, shout out to yeah, Edwin. Yeah, dude, that guy kills it. So like on record, you can like you know, I I would hear I was like okay, so, you know like the band's pretty cool. As, pretty cool as a collective. You know they're really good live. I was just like looking at that dude rip it on the bass. Like he's really fucking good. And uh, yeah, I'm just like like I like how. Um, it didn't stick to a certain style. Like there's like little like it's it's cool because like let's just say like there's a kid that's like getting into punk and you know, sometimes you get into like entry level bands, like let's just say a kid gets into rancid or you know, or like and then you find about the transplants and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I feel like this could be like an album that could like a kid like that can really like, you know, not it can it, it's not an album just for like the initiated already, you know, as far as like in the you know, underground music or, you know, aggressive music. Like a kid that's on the come up listening to like newer bands or, you know, like trying to stray away, trying to grow, you know, as far as like getting into punk would enjoy this album. It's like I think this album has a song for like anyone that like that likes punk. Yeah. In my eyes. Yeah. Just oi. Yeah. Street oi. rock. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Like um, it has all these really good influences. So. Fat Tony. Mm-hmm. That feature is so the good. Fat, yeah. fat Tony feature. I I when I first heard it, I was I was floored yeah. by how how much I really liked that song. Yeah, and that music video too, where they had the the yellow trim Fred Perry just on the fucking yeah, the dragon from the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
just talking shit about like that that's like not the America yeah, that's yeah. not the the America that you know yeah and I I love how diverse it is that band mm-hmm. is so diverse shout out to Edwin killing it yeah uh, fellow Filipino just playing playing punk and just very nice the the band is very nice and shout out to Halston in that band as well and Breakout played a show with with them before before right before the pandemic i believe that was our last show before oh shit play with them in houston and we played with the band urin from germany yo yo y'all should listen to that urin <laughs> u-r-i-n from berlin that mm-hmm. release oh so dude, good okay i saw someone mention that recently i think it might have been on demo listen i don't know if they were on the queue or like they, i don't know if they picked it but i remember seeing the name u-r-i-n right that yeah. that release is chaotic mm-hmm. so i, would, I need to yeah, check that out yeah. listen listen to that play with them I, i'm trying to remember um chubby and the gang mm-hmm. and uh something the royal hounds it was a total just hardcore punk oi show yeah. and yeah liberty and justice that was a cool release yeah so i was really like stoked to like i was actually really happy that ryan reached out to want to play here and uh oh, they did yeah they played yeah. here it was awesome man it was cool because like a lot of it was like a lot of people didn't know about them you know and it, that exposed them to you know more bands current bands i guess like in punk and hardcore and shit so yeah that was really cool i was i I was i was happy i was able to like cop an lp because like they were like Mm -hmm. sold out online i think they were able to like find a couple copies and bring them to the show and picked one up so i was stoked about that good for them that's yeah yeah, that's and it's h-town shit yeah Poison Ruin, they release LP. They're coming, right, to Texas? They are. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're coming as far south as San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend if you have the time to see them because this LP came out and I think they released half of the record as an EP, as a tape uh, in 2020. Mm-hmm. I think they re- I think they recorded everything as a batch, as like, I okay. think... And then just release half of that recording session as an EP, and immediately what in what uh, attracted me to that band was the production. It's very, it's not, it's not like a demo quality, but it's like analog. It's yeah. just analog as fuck. A lot of bands that I've been like hearing, like they've been like tweaking as far as like how they want it to sound like still raw, but still like kind of clear. And I, you perfected like the word I've been searching for the past two episodes, analog. It's more of an analog sound. Yeah. yeah. And it was just the songwriting is so good. Mm-hmm. And the guitar playing is just is on point and I just keep saying the same two words to describe guitar playing. As a guitar player, I ne- will naturally gravitate, right? Yeah. yeah. So just <laughs> catchy, hooky, right? I'm just yeah. using these words, but it's just such great. Even this string of notes, they, it, there's a song that I think is the most perfect punk song. I will say it's my favorite punk song of the of the, the year. Damn. It's called Doppel, Doppelganger. And they just that just that yeah. string of notes. I couldn't believe it when they. I was just so hooked with yeah. that, and they kind of combined this 
whole they don't combine it but they'll have like a inner or an intro that's like a dungeon synth okay their whole thing is like medieval mm-hmm. um medieval sort of iconography or like image imagery yeah where there's a mace there's a shield oh, okay. there's like shit that kind of looks like runes yeah there's shit that looks like like just battle sh- stuff from that era or from that century <laughs> yeah and it's this like punk it's it's punk it's it's hardcore and it there's like doomy type oh shit riffs yeah i haven't checked it out but i i, I saw like several people talk about it and stuff so i, I was just i was just floored when i heard mm-hmm. that and they're coming to austin uh January 8th, I think they're playing with Ready Arm System, mm. Stunned Youth, and Acoustics, and another band. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy show. Mm. But yeah. So, but also, if you're feeling sick, don't go to the show. <laughs> yes, and wear, wear proper. Uh, wear proper face covering because Omicron is no joke. Yeah, shit's spreading quick. Uh, if anybody is into Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo, oh okay, Silicon Prairie is probably the closest thing I can I we can get to as far as maybe Devo core has uh, been used. Uh... Is so is this like his own like project that he started? Or? Uh, yes, or, okay. this old not Mark Mothersbaugh, but uh, there's a band from Kansas City called Warm Bodies. Oh, okay. If you've heard of them, it's another band where it's like the name is familiar, but I have not. Check them out. Yeah. They're a chaotic mm-hmm. punk band, and it's amazing. But if you're into Devo, if you're into Plastics, if you're into electronic music, or like Tube Way Army. If you're into electronic music and punk music, I would check this out if you hadn't haven't already. Um, I think the person this is the brainchild of Warm Bodies guitarist Ian Teeple, and I think he's the best guitarist in punk. Oh wow! I watched Warm Bodies play at This Is Austin, and I just couldn't stop watching yeah. his hands. It was one of the craziest. Yeah, just an amazing guitarist. He's like even playing like jazz. What you like could real say intricate like, like leads and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and I think it's all him. Yeah. Oh shit. So this is like, I don't like throwing the term genius, mm-hmm. but this is the closest thing I can get to without. Yeah, I you get know you. What yeah, I mean? yeah. Like I don't want to. I don't ever want to call somebody. <laughs> oh, this is a genius, man. Yeah. <laughs> like blow blow air up. So when you when you saw him, you're all like like Back to the Future, like. Chuck. It's yeah, it's like a Chuck Berry. Yes. Marvin Berry. Yeah. That you sound even looking for. <laughs> like a Chuck Berry. Yeah, listen I guess to this. So. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, listen, just listen to the song Silicon Prairie. Silicon Prairie. Like it's just perfect guitar tone, perfect jangly guitar tone. Yeah. Perfect use of electronics and whatever. I I'm so curious as to this person's process because this is this is crazy. He also mastered one of our records. So oh, that's sick. I'm going to say that. Yeah. That's cool. He's also doing that. So yeah. if y'all are into... So he's got a good ear. Yeah, yeah. So 
Ian, Ian Teeple, if you are interested in getting your stuff mastered. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think Silicon Prairie is... That's one of... It, it came out earlier in the year, and I feel like people, whenever they do these these um, wrap-up lists, it's more of like A lot of people forget about January, February. Like, And I'm kind of nervous about that because the worst behavior stuff is going to come out in, in late January. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Don't forget music reviewers. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, I feel like all the stuff that's released earlier in the year kind of gets overlooked, and it's kind of like a recency bias. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I see that. So I will say, I will say, uh, yeah, the self-titled or I'm trying to remember the name of the. Re it's like My Life on the Prairie, or yeah, My Life on this, My Life on the Silicon Prairie, mm -hmm. and then the 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 song, um, just so good, so good, everything so catchy. Uh, I could wait and Uh, the next record I'm gonna say is Mdu Mokhtar. If y'all are, uh, if where they where they from? This album is called Afrique Victime, and they're from Agadez, Niger. Oh shit! So they're playing it. I mentioned an honorable mention, La Fille de Ilig Haddad, mm -hmm. earlier, and this is kind of a ro more rock version of it. It's this. Uh, African Saharan kind of interpretation of the blues. Maybe there's like a cross pollination between that and American blues. And I don't even know how to describe it uh, because it's like kind of almost cumbia beats. Oh, okay. Over like shredding. I wanted to hear this like when we wrap this up. Yeah, I'm very this, curious. This is like, it's like almost like cumbia, and this guy's really uh, into Jimi Hendrix. Okay. And this music got, it's called like Toreg guitar music, or you could people say Saharan blues, mm -hmm. and it got popular because this is like party music. This is like stuff that gets played at like weddings. Like bands will play this kind oh, okay. of stuff at weddings. And it got popular because people would use Nokia phones, brick phones, to just, like, record. And they'll, like, send it to each other or, like, trade and, like... That so is this insane. Is, this, is how, <laughs> this is how he kind of got into the ear of people in the West, mm -hmm. was this through this record label called Sahel Sounds. And they released a compilation called, like, uh, Music... Saharan, whatever, through something with cell phones. It was just yeah. like they just had all these compilations of like these cell phone recordings and released it as a as a record. Wow. So I would, yeah, and I, I I've seen this. I've seen him and his band twice, both times that they came to to Austin. Mm -hmm. He is a movie star in Niger. He he what did the hell. <laughs> Or it's like, like I mean, like this is just so crazy. Like I'm like very intrigued about this band. It's kind of like he did a, an interpretation of Purple Rain. Oh wow! But in Africa, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's that, and then he played at a at a local movie theater that was showing that he did a stripped down set and played a played a set after the movie, 
at Dude, Austin Film Society. Yeah, I wish I had gone that. That is that. so sick. But it uh, this album is is actually chiller than the last album. The mm-hmm. first album was just kind of just a punch in the face, sort of. Mm-hmm. This is who we are, and it was just this crazy, like psychedelic. This one is more. This one's quieter. Mm-hmm. There's more acoustic guitars, but it kind of culminates in this song called Afrique Victim. And it is amazing. And I, it's one of my favorite songs to just like chill out to. And it just starts off. It's it, it's like it's in different movements because it increases in, in tempo. Mm-hmm. And it just gets real psychedelic. And there's like, you know, phasers or, you know, just guitar, guitar, um, pedals effects used there's even a part where they do a phil collins sort of like like electronic tom section crazy i just couldn't this is yeah so that's i'm i'm I'm, this is like the the my my this is like the one i'm definitely gonna check out (laughs) yeah when i get home like they released a performance in they released a documentary and a performance where the bassist who is from Detroit, he's an American. Okay. He goes to Niger and there are local, I don't know what's going on there, um, but there's like local, I don't know, violence. And uh, so they had to be held up in this compound or something like that. Watch the documentary, Yo, they'll explain it. And what they ended up doing was they performed in the village. And you you see um, them playing in front of people in that in that little town, mm-hmm. and just kids are going crazy. Little kids, yeah, yeah, they're just going crazy when they're playing. Um, yeah, so good. I have two more. Remember, ecstatic duo. They have a release called Palo Santo, and it's uh, a band from. It's a duo from Austin, and it's if you're into synth music, mm-hmm. slow ethereal synth music with a reverb flute. Wow, with <laughs> yeah, I was already hooked, but now with the flute, I definitely want to hear this. Yeah. This is shit. I'll put in my cassette player and just like drink uh wake it's like morning music okay wake up you know make tea make coffee um listen to that cassette it's really good mood music yeah Yeah. or what was that pure it's like pure mood shit oh my god i I would love this you you could definitely And it's from it's from Mike Sharp. Oh, really? Who is in Impaler? Yeah. And uh, was he a Hatred, Mammoth Grinder or no? Hatred Surge. Hatred Surge. Okay. Um, just, just Mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, just all these awesome bands. Uniform. I yeah. don't know if you listen to Uniform, but he's in that band. But it's it's Mike Sharp and his partner Christine, who's on flute, and it is. 
Yeah, it's just put on some incense, Palo Santo. Yeah, you know, light that up and and just kind of just kind of fall into it. And is it a good album to just relax? Maybe like go to bed too. Yes, yeah. awesome for, for sure. And it's just beautiful synth music with a, with a flute over mm-hmm. it. There's a song called Stratospheric Clouds, which he released a teaser for initially, and then it just hooked me. And the cassettes just ran out. It oh, yeah. just sold out immediately. I think they did a second run. And I think it sold out immediately. So yeah, remember Ecstatic Duo, and uh, I listened to that quite a bunch. And finally. Oh, all these picks are not in any particular. Oh order. no, no, no ranking, nothing. I, yeah. I always like assure everyone, like I don't because like, ranking makes it seem like a competition. It's mm-hmm. like I no. don't see it like that in any way. I, I always like just tell everyone make your list, no ranking off the top of your head, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and then finally, uh, this Texas Texas pick. Mm-hmm. This band is from Fort Worth. The band is called Clear Acid. And the release is called Manic Spring. This is a shoegaze band. If you could classify, I I would say yeah. I mean I don't know because like uh, it's it's like alt rock for sure, mm-hmm. but it's just. Um, I don't know how, how do I say this. I feel like they're they're like not because <laughs> it's so dumb. I feel like they're better than a shoegaze band if that makes sense. Like, Ooh. like there's a lot of run in the mill like shoegaze bands now, mm-hmm. but this one like made it a lane of it, their own to me. Like hearing it, I think where it I think where they separate themselves from it is the drumming mm. because it's not because I think when I think of shoegaze, I I don't really think of almost dance beats They're yeah doing stuff exactly. like and it's kind of it takes me it takes me into this realm of there was a scene in manchester england called like madchester or something like okay. that where people were just doing mdma and it was a lot of dance music like happy mondays okay kind of stuff and this was or uh what's that band called uh stone roses mm. so it's like kind of going from that kind of almost dancey music but this is using heavily effects guitars yeah. kind of shoegaze stuff the the mixing on it is absolutely insane there's a point where like it just feels like it's white noise and you just hear vocals and guitars like a wall of guitars yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah just yeah. like but it's like uh but it's like it's pleasant to my ears still you know mm-hmm. you're just like oh Fuck, it's cool. Like, you don't even have to consume any sort of substance. Yeah, exactly. For you to feel like you're on drugs and you're, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's more of a, yeah, I would say it, it'll straddle the line of, of shoegaze and, and kind of this Manchester, England kind of sound that came out in the late, kind of, I think late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just awesome. And I think it's, it makes me nostalgic for the, a time that I don't even know about. 
because yeah. I'd never even I don't know shit about Manchester, England. Yeah, that. I get you. Yeah, I yeah. never grew up there, and and uh, and it's all hardcore kids doing that yeah. shit. The the, uh, the guys are in other bands, or yeah, yeah. nihilistic fit um, would be probably be the the other like mm-hmm. it's the big kind of bigger band that they're yeah. in, and yeah, that I, that's it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Those are all my picks for twenty twenty one. And yeah, so uh, what would you uh, want to hear more of this coming year? Like, what do, you, what do you think there's gonna be like a new wave of certain bands or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't want to. I I see where certain trends are going as mm-hmm. far as as music, but I want to just be surprised. I'm gonna I I the direction which punk is going is just fast. Just breakneck speed, which I like. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to see maybe other artists kind of go out of that. Yeah. And just, but I don't know. I don't know. I just want. I'll, I just want to be surprised. Yeah. Just um, good music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just it'll whatever catches my ear. Um, yeah. But yeah, this this whole picking these things, I just had to even just limit it to all the rock. Kind of all just, the guitar music, all yeah. the guitar music, yeah, because there's just just so much music. There's like, yeah, the Isaiah. and then yeah, there's a lot that's still under my radar that I'm gonna hear like in a couple of months. I'm like, fuck, I wish that I would have known it be, about it before. It would have been for my sure, list. yeah. Because my buddy who released uh, Jade, uh, their project Abby Ooze just released like a few like maybe a week ago or two mm-hmm. weeks ago. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, there's so yeah. I, what are you feel bad <laughs> that I'm like putting it on as an honorable mention because I listened to that release and it's just perfect pop songwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had told Levi and all of them. And the, the first episode I was like, we we recorded that one on the 17th of December. And I was like, there's two weeks left in the year, roughly at that point. I let's just hope like the best album of like any genre doesn't come out. <laughs> like, I know before the, you know like because then like after that because then we're gonna be like oh, we're gonna look like we don't we don't know anything <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, these guys didn't mention this album, the greatest album ever, and mm-hmm. we're gonna be all like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of albums like when I when I was mentioning all the stuff that was released at the beginning of the year. There's a lot of stuff that was released at the end of 2020. Yeah, that people don't really i'm gonna just shout one out uh mystic inane oh that's true mystic inane released their final ep called natural beauty and i just love it i love Mm -hmm. mystic inane they were one of my they're one of the most interesting punk bands that came out i think in the last 10 years Mm -hmm. so they're doing kind of this no it was like no way they came once i think like 2015 2014 it was like around this time actually around around it was right after This Is Austin. Yeah. They they, they played uh, in the Valley, and uh, uh, I, I just wish more people were at that show. Yeah. I, I, I just remember just coughing up my lungs. I was so sick. I remember being so sick that the basis of the band that they were touring with, uh, Patsy, 
was uh just like oh my god are you okay okay you know what i there's a show that i didn't go to and i was super fucking sick oh you know it was, it was on new year's mm. uh new year's new year's eve new year's day i was sick so i was just at home i didn't even get to enjoy my new year <laughs> i was just coughing like and yeah i had like all this phlegm it was really gross i might have been the same year yeah yeah because yeah. a lot of people got sick too that was a really yeah i i had to play that show and i was just dying was that space 16 that was that's oh, rest in peace yeah but uh yeah that that show was uh i wish more people were at that show because i feel like people would go off to some of those songs mm, yeah, yeah and i just remember being like hey play that one song all dumb <laughs> and then they were just like seeing kind of the crowd yeah they're just like no <laughs> and I was, I was like, who? Okay. Yeah. And then they, I think they, they drove straight to Houston after that. And oh I was like, no, it's like oh, seven, and, like when well, it was five and a half hours, but with stops and shit, it's. Still I was a long like, drive, oh yeah. no, why? <laughs> but whatever. I think they just want to get back home. They're from New Orleans. Oh, okay. So I, I understandable. But yeah. Yeah. They yeah natural beauty that was released in December twenty twenty, and mm. I feel like people didn't really. Like, people should talk about that. Yeah, it should add it to the list. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed these episodes. Uh, any last words as far as before, uh, you had, before you head out? Just saying, uh, thanks for having me. Right, no problem. Yeah. Thanks and, for doing uh, what you do because I find these extremely, <laughs> I find these podcasts extremely entertaining. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have some more now that I have a new setup and uh, the Blue Chew sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Blue Chew. Use offer code McNasty for 15% off of Blue Chew products. All right, guys. We'll see you next year.